Hi everybody, so um, welcome to this next episode of Balm to the Soul and today we've got um, a lovely guest, Tanya Oben, who is the communication doctor, an inspiring speaker, teacher, communication consultant and mental health advocate come to talk to us. So hi Tanya, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, lovely to be here, thank you for having me. No problem at all. So um, just just give us a little background about um, what you do, what, what you do day to day. Lovely, thank you very much. So um, the communication doctor is, is kind of a title that I've just developed over time. It's actually given to me when I was doing a behaviour management workshop. And um, I do a lot of behaviour management workshop in schools because my background was as a drama teacher and helping kids to behave, um, just to kind of support teachers to help kids to have a little bit more fun and communicate with them in a kind of more positive way. And uh, the headmaster said to me, oh, this is like you've been a bit of a communication doctor. And I laughed and I thought, oh, that's really great. I'm going to have to use that for my brand. And that's how that came about. Um, and since kind of growing from doing behaviour management or communications now, communication workshops, it's kind of grown into working with the corporate as well. So a lot of it is about opening up this throat chakra of ours. Because now we have, you know, look at various different um, chakras and your throat chakra sometimes is a place where you can be holding back a lot of your feelings. Sometimes you'd be holding back your truth or you may be someone who speaks a lot but finds it hard to speak honestly, because sometimes we yeah. have this facade. So it's kind of helping people to open up that throat chakra, speak their truth, but do it in a way that works for them. You know, they don't necessarily want to upset everybody. So I have a whole workshop, which is about unlocking your creativity to communicate in a positive way. That so that's kind fabulous. of what I do. Mm, yeah. That sounds so interesting. Thank you. And I think it's so important for young people as well to have something like that, because you know what, with all the spiritual work I've done, one of my main things was about the throat chakra and it's taken me years <laughs> to um, really feel comfortable about speaking my truth and, and speaking about what I believe in and my opinion is as important as anybody else's, that sort of belief. Um, and I think that's a common I think that's a common female issue more than anything, but I think it's great to teach kids at a young age that, you know, how important that is. No, totally, totally. And I work with children, I also work with adults as well, so I do the both, but it's, um, I actually think kids are a lot freer. They normally yeah. just speak their truth anyway. It's quite natural. Um, and it, it, it's, it's just filters, about... That's right, they don't have the filters, which is lovely because you get the truth from them very easily. Um, sometimes it's with kids, it's more of a confidence rather than opening up their um, throat chakra. It's almost helping them to build the confidence just to speak, yeah. basically. But when they speak, they speak very freely. And I feel as adults, it's the opposite. It's almost like we've been taught to hold back. We've been taught to be ultra polite. Um, and also sometimes in relationships, people hold back as well. They don't really say what they want to say. Some people turn into people pleasers or creating this facade and yeah. not being really true with yourself. So that's kind of where the work comes with when I work with adults. That's where the real work comes in terms of releasing yeah. some of those facades and doing what and saying what's right for them. Because sometimes when you're living this life where you're not honest, you're living a lie, really. And yeah. that affects you and it affects your body and it as you know, as you probably know, the spiritual people, you can suppress a lot of those feelings in your solar plexus 
um because you're not expressing yourself so you get a lot of suppressed energy which can cause a lot of other problems so yeah it's really important to find that balance with oneself i feel yeah yeah definitely and i think i mean a lot of children and i know uh, sort of my generation as well you know you're always told to be seen and not heard mm. and so you were encouraged mm. to be quiet basically yeah. Yeah. um i was told mm. when i was younger um yeah used to say little girls should be seen and not heard yeah I yeah that's you know mm. that makes a big difference doesn't it as you're growing up you're never going to forget that you're never going to forget what you were what you were told when you were younger because that sort of that's just uh, ingrained in you isn't it yeah i think so and then i think i very much relate to the fact you know you can get lost in a relationship because then you don't speak up you're frightened of upsetting the other your partner or whatever or the family or whatever so you keep quiet and um yeah and it, it can be quite hard to untangle all of that but to have that freedom of speech is a is a fabulous tool i think it's a great life tool no definitely definitely no totally we you know and we're all forever learning i always say you know it's um we all go through a process and the more that we do it the more that we learn we learn more about ourselves the more that we open up so that's yeah, really a process yeah. i feel yeah so do you um Tanya, do you do sort of one-to-one -one with people or do you do sort of group sessions or? I do both actually. Um, it's lovely. Over August, I had a couple of corporate sessions and that was with groups, with large groups, which was really lovely. But I also work on a one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. So I do do both. It's, I do like working on the one-to-one, -one, but it's a little bit more intense. It's more like therapy. So I kind of get to use a little bit more of my psychodrama therapy background when I go on the one-to-one -to, -one to really help people to you know work through this stuff. So it's a bit more intense in the group. There's a lot more that you can do in, in terms of workshopping stuff to get other people to talk. And it's a lot more, some you feel more supported. So it's almost like choosing whether you're that sort of person that likes to express even in a group or if you're the sort of person that likes to express on a one-to-one. -one. So it really just depends on your personality. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do sort of like group sessions? Do you do um, sort of like role playing with them? Do you do they do that sort of thing? Yes, I do. Like, I do a lot of because because my background is drama. There's a lot of role play in there, um, and sometimes we use characters. And um, when you use the characters, you can see yourself. So for some people, they can start to see themselves. Um, and sometimes I might need need to give them scenarios and scripts, all that sort of thing, so people could have a look at themselves and think, "Oh God, I can really identify with that character or the archetype of that character." So there's a lot of drama that's kind of used within those sessions. Which tends, which actually sounds really scary, but it works really well. Um, and I always say you don't have to do the drama necessarily. Sometimes it may be, it might be a couple of people that do the drama, and other people just watch and reflect on some of the characters. Um, so we're more looking at characters and archetypes through the drama to help people to recognise certain things. Because sometimes it's easier to do that than to talk about what's really going on with you. Yeah. Um, so some people, especially in a group, you're not going to, it's not a place where people want to kind of air their so-called so laundry, but it's also, it's a place where they can reflect and write down, use their kind of books, their workbooks and journal about stuff to work through stuff. 
so yeah so it's really 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 helpful in that kind of way so group so group sessions are, are, are definitely run in a very different way from the one-to-one one-to-one's very revealing because it's just me and that person they can just reveal and it's, it's a bit more like therapy but yeah but both work very well just depending on um the circumstance depending on the company depending on the company's culture i kind of all have a look at all those things when i work with different people yeah look at the whole big picture and I guess when they're doing sort of role play as well sometimes people feel that they want to push themselves out of their comfort zone maybe and they want to sort of role play in that opposite character and see how it feels and how that sits with them and and I guess you're there to encourage and most definitely yeah yeah no definitely definitely it is fun It, it can be fun it can be fun you know um and it, and it, and you know it, it, i think you have to have the experience it's always best i always say to people come and do a master class you have to have the experience first yeah. to see what it's like because i suppose it's it's hard to explain into unless you do it i feel people more learn from the experience of doing it rather than kind of talking about it but it does it does work and it does and people do reflect it oh my god i can really see myself in the character sue or the character Anne or what you know whoever the characters are you know um and yeah yeah. and that kind of works with, without revealing who you really are or what's yeah. you know yeah yeah mm. excellent I think that sounds great so um Tanya what do you do um when the going gets tough what are your spiritual practices that you sort of turn to when you need you know when you need um when you feel like you need a little boost you know what that's really interesting because over the years things have changed for me meditation's always been key that's been something that i've been doing going back to 2005 um yeah and that's that's, that's a bit of a story attached to that but i won't go into that <laughs> in depthly but i've been meditating from that long and gone from doing crazy meditations for over an hour and so and then realized i don't have to meditate for an hour <laughs> No. <laughs> all the time um so it's more of a, like a 10 minute job now so meditation is very much part of my life skill i mean i also am a bark flower and remedy practitioner so i tend to oh, use wow. a lot of the flowers as well um yeah. when it comes to that and then but but more most recently during like the lockdown period i've got really into art and i've been doing a lot of artwork and that's been my mindfulness, actually. I mean, even I'm just sitting here now in my living room. I've got a lot of my artwork all over the place. <laughs> and I've just been exploring with pastels and also exploring with kind of acrylic paints, just various different things. And I love kind of Picasso's work. So I've kind of been exploring with that whole kind of expressionism and working oh, from a point of expression, expressing oneself through art rather than kind of still life. So um, that's that's been really, that's my way of kind of relaxing and just taking myself away from the world and escaping a little bit. Cause you could, I, I could spend hours, you know, sometimes I take three or four days if I've got three or four days, you know, in the afternoon, just painting. And it's, it's really, it really works for me at the moment at this point in my life anyway, I don't know, maybe years to come, it might be something different, but, I'm open to just exploring at that point because I think it's nice to be able to do that because I'm not being so fixed into, I don't say have, this is my practice. So I'll explore yeah. different things because at different points of your life, different type, different things work at different points of your life, I do feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's more like a flowing, you know, you flow from one thing to another. Yes. I, I do very much the same. I get very interested in one thing and then maybe go off on a tangent and do another. But I love the idea mm. about the art. I mean, that's really, it is like, it is a therapy, isn't it? It's, you can get mm. lost in it and it can be very revealing, actually. 
you know, once you stand back and look at what you've done, I suspect sometimes you think, oh, what's that about sort of thing? Yeah, God, most definitely. I've, I've had friends that have come over, actually, funny you say that, and they've seen things in my work that I've not seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose it's it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's always really interesting when people look at your work and they see something different or they might see emotion and so forth. So it is, it is nice when people comment quite honestly about your work as well because um, they sometimes see the emotion behind it that you you may have had an intention, but what it but the perception to somebody else may be something different, which I find fascinating always. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. really good. So what is, what's your next endeavor? What are you, um, what are your plans for the future? Oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, that's always, it's always at the moment because I've been in that exploration period at the moment and kind of, I suppose escape from the world I'm going to kind of come back with my podcast I've had a break from my podcasting and I've done a couple of interviews so I'm still doing my I have a podcast called Real Stories that's great so just share it on your podcast <laughs> so I'm going to be doing more of that just keep doing the work I'm doing with communication doctor at the moment and trying to build that brand as much as I can yeah um and do more work in schools because that, that's where my kind of heart is really as well um, it's nice to work with both, you know, adults and children as well. So yeah. just to help people to kind of open up. And also, I, actually, I can announce, there's one thing I can announce that's quite exciting. In January, I've got a TED Talk. Um, oh, wow. So that's something that's pretty big. Yeah, that's something yeah. that's pretty big. And what that's are you going to be talking can... about, Tanya? Oh, I can't, I can't reveal oh. too much. Oh, I can't reveal that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I have to, I have to kind of, I'm on strict instructions with regards to that. But as soon as I, if you follow me on Instagram or you follow me on like Twitter and Facebook, I will be revealing some more stuff about that coming, moving forward when it comes near the times so people can buy tickets and um, also maybe just follow that as well. I'll be talking a little bit more, but I don't want to reveal too much about that. But yeah, that's the most exciting thing I think for me coming forward and moving in January because it's been really hard because we, as a speaker, it's hard as well because I do speaking work as well. It's hard not to be able to perform. Yeah. So um, during this period, there's been a lot of stuff that I've done. I've done a lot of stuff online and it's not the same. No, no. Um, you want that energy in the room, don't you? And um, and do you get nervous beforehand, Tanya? Do you have those nerves? You know what? I've been a performing all my life, and I still get nervous. I think it's I think it's um, important to kind of recognize that you know we're, we're human beings and we we do have those natural nerves and I think because I care about what I'm talking about I care about my audience I care about my message so yeah, yeah. I think it's fairly natural I do get nervous I always have to do a quiet meditation before I go on stage and just think through what I need to think through and sometimes I get, even get a bit anxious but then I get on the stage and I, I just do what I need to do but I think it's quite natural to say if I said I didn't get nervous I think I'd be a bit cocky if I said that but yeah it's true if I've been performing all my life I still get nervous <laughs> yeah. I think that it's I think it's good to get nervous like you say you know it keeps you on your toes and you know you, you want to perform to your best um whatever you're doing so um as long as they're not crippling nerves you know you, you hear people talk about crippling nerves I think they're a healthy thing then otherwise yeah, yeah I suppose you have to, yeah that's true I have to be very careful there's there's different levels of nerves so yeah. I get very I 
I can get anxious, but not anxious to the point that I can't go on stage. But, you know, it's interesting. Prince, you know, Prince, um, you know, also known as a symbol. He yeah. used to have real, real um, anxiety issues and that. And he's an amazing performer. So it happens to the best of people, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. lots of people have nerves. Yeah. Sorry, Liz, what were you saying? I was just going to say, we forget that though, don't we? We look at these people and think that they've got it sussed and that they can get on stage and they can you know just crack it but actually we're all human and we all have you know those feelings don't we of nerves and a bit of pressure and anxiety and so mm. yeah it's all all quite normal really isn't it no totally totally I, th I think we need to speak out about that a little bit more actually actually look we do get nervous and we do have a process and you know because a lot of some people think you're in, they're invincible and it's just so important to say hey I get nervous too and I'm, it's human you know it's yeah. natural yeah definitely oh well I think that sounds all very exciting and um I'm sure we will be following along and uh, we wait to hear what it's all about your TED talk um and um, maybe we can have you on again talking to us about how it went, what it was all oh, about. That'd be lovely. Yeah, no, totally. I'd love to come back on the show again and talk to you about it. Near, obviously, nearer the time and so forth. Yeah. I do a little bit more of the advertising. But yeah, yeah. I'm really. And you're allowed to, to reveal. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's all of these things, you know. So you can't say this yet, to, you know, because when they get, they're going to have to put out the program and so forth. But I'm really excited. So just yeah, excited to be in front of an audience, you know. I think yeah. the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah. brilliant. Well, thank you, Tenny. Thank you so much for coming on to Farm to the Soul. We really appreciate it. We, we love having some guests, um, different people doing what they do, doing it really well. So um, it was lovely of you to come and talk to us. And um, I'm sure we will speak to you another time. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I've really enjoyed talking to you, ladies. It's lovely oh, to, let's to be part of your, your journey. Definitely. And people can find you on Instagram, can they? And sort of social media? And yes. So on, on Instagram, I'm Tanya Communication. On Facebook and Twitter, I'm Tanya Communication Doctor. Um, you know, communicationdoctor.co.uk is my website. I think if you go if you Google my name, you probably find a lot about me and some of the work I've done. So yeah, yeah. It's more all over all over Google. <laughs> <laughs> Information obviously underneath. So if anybody wants to sort of um, get in touch or start following you and having a look, then that will be there. Lovely. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. It's lovely to have you. Yes. Thank you again. Love. Bye for now.